welcome to another episode of Meet Me in the Middle. This is Alexander Fadley. Whoa. And this is, uh, well, my name's always full. Hunter York. You can extend and change yours at will. I can't. At will. It is It is my choice. It's what I am called. Generally, it is Xander, and I prefer that. So, my name is Xander Fadley. Uh, and th- this is another episode of Meet Me in the Middle. Good job. We're in. Uh, High energy. High energy, full throttle, into it. Baseball, over, now. Uh, Thank goodness. World Series ended last week. The Dodgers took home game six of the World Series to take home, what do they call their trophy? Uh, The trophy. They call it the The trophy? It's it's the trophy. They took home the trophy. They took home the trophy, the baseball trophy. Uh, Boom. And it shows that being able to pay tons and tons of money to your players still matters a whole bunch in baseball. Well, I think when the Braves were up 3-1 in the NLCS, the commissioner called and said, we can't have a World Series without the Dodgers and or Astros. So they were like, let's. Let's do this. And the Astros Big are time not, conspiracy theory. And the Get Astros the are allowed to be in. good because they're cheaters. Well, yeah. They just got hot at the right time and everyone was real mad about it. It's like, you cheaters. Dirty, dirty cheaters. Hey, they also stole science, but... You know, baseball apparently thinks that's okay, though, because they just gave them a slap on the wrist. Well, and they were like, oh, you guys can't do that. Come on. Uh... You guys lose a couple draft picks. Oh, boy. We've, we're not going to be able to draft this 18-year-old who won't play a game until he's 28. Oh, boy. I mean, when you put it that way, it's almost as though it was a slap on the wrist. Yeah, I mean, that would be the point of me saying it was a slap on the wrist. Oh, that's right. That's what you said. Yeah, well, clearly we have a lot to say about baseball. A whole lot to say. Uh, I thought that the Braves had a chance after that crazy ending to Game 5. That was crazy. Uh, double error on the play. But then they lost Game 6, so cool. And that was baseball. That was baseball. Bum, bum, bum. There, that's the baseball and theme. For all of you out there begging for baseball content, uh, you're not going to find it here. Yeah, we're glad it's over because now we don't have to uh, talk about it again until <laughs> probably next October. When... No, winter meetings, bro. Big time free agents, oh, bro. We're, yeah, we're going to fly down to Florida for winter meetings and then we're going to be there for uh, the the spring camps. Going to report live from Florida for the spring camps. <laughs> hey, I'm Hunter York and I'm reporting live. From, from the Tigers spring training facility. Sarasota, Florida. It's Nothing baseball beats Sarasota, season, Florida baby. in March. Nothing. Mm, nothing, nothing like it. it. Nothing like Sarasota, Florida in March. Uh, all right. Well, let's move on to sports we might, might actually know a bit about. Uh, the NFL is going on, as is other footballs, as covered so eloquently in our last episode. Big time uh, football. Big shocker for me. I use good. That's, hey, I this tried is what to tell I'm you. This is what I'm hearing. Ranked 13th in the nation. They had a thrilling victory over Penn State, where all six foot five of the QB reached out in 
and got the touchdown to win. And then, <clears throat> then they win again this week. I mean, so it was it was it was Rutgers, so you know it's not not a great thing or anything. It, it is a win, and that would be why I didn't mention it was Rutgers because it does take away a little bit of that. Yeah, it is. And you say, "Hey, we won. Who'd you play?" Uh, uh, do I have to tell you? Like, do you need to? Is that important information? We did I win. Will, we played a Big Ten team. And at, at that point, at that point, if you're won. still so reluctant, they're like, "Okay, I get it." It's from New we York. Aren't they from New York, maybe? I'm just it's New saying. Jersey. New Jersey. Uh, New York, New Jersey. It's from the area. Drawing from that TV base. That's their only reason they're in the Big Ten at all. Is because we wanted to get that new, sweet New York market money. Ooh, oh, yeah. Give me that New York market money. I think that's the exact same reason. Them in Maryland. Get that D.C. Yeah. in New York City. That D.C. money. Get that D.C. money. Get that New York City money. Mm, mm, mm. It tastes so good. That Bloomington money. That West Lafayette money. Yeah. And, and then we also added Nebraska. So, get that sweet, sweet Lincoln, Nebraska money. Get, gotta get that huge market out there in Nebraska. Oh, yeah. Um, totally beside the point. Next week will be a big judge, a big test for them. They play Michigan State, I believe it was. Was it Michigan or Michigan State? I believe it was Michigan State. What? <clears throat> Whoa, voice crack. Well, Michigan uh, yep, just Michigan. lost to Michigan State. Yes, they are playing Michigan. That's and that's why I was confused because I saw that they easy lost to win. Michigan State. Easy win. Yeah, they're just twenty third. Well, I don't know how they just lost to Michigan State. Uh, I don't know. I mean, we're at Michigan, so we're at the... What do they call their place? Not the Big House. Uh, yeah, no, that is exactly right. Is that right? The Big House. There's like 200,000 yeah. seats there. I wonder how many they're allowed to fill. Not uh, 200,000 is going to be my guess. That would be a good guess to have. And it, it's probably more like 100,000. 200,000 is a, is a lot of people. I, I don't know about 200,000 people. I think uh, it's like 110,000 people. That's still a lot. I will, yeah, grant, them a lot that, I will of grant them that it is a lot. Uh, Ole Miss won. So now we're two and four. I know you were worried. Oof. Hey, yeah. going to get bowl eligible by the end of the year, do you think? I think everybody's going to be bowl eligible. Because there's not that many teams that will have played enough games. Hot take. Everyone's going to no. be bowl eligible. Not literally everyone. Not literally but, I mean, there's 126 on or so teams in college football, D1. Li- Liberty University is ranked? Yeah, he Freeze, man. The sweet, sweet illegal recruiting. Whoops, nah, it's totally, totally above board. What are you talking yeah, cause about? Yeah, because everybody wants to go play football at Liberty. Everybody wants to play football at Liberty. You heard it here first, folks. Uh but in other news, football-related, uh, this was a weird week in the NFL. I don't know if you've been been up on the games. Not all of them are over yet. Uh, I mean, we are recording this about 4, 4.20. <laughs> Sweet. In the afternoon. 4.21, to be exact. Come on. When I started that sentence, it was 4.21, but I had to back it up a minute just for that, that sweet, sweet joke. I mean, it was totally Dude. worth it. You could say that was totally worth it. Whoa, that 
was hilarious. That was poor. I'm yes. sorry. Please, hopefully you're still safe while, if anybody's driving around while listening to this, after that uproarious laughter, I'm sure you were succumbed by for that hilarious joke. Uh, but this... Move along, yeah, move yeah, along. Mo- moving along, moving move along. along. Uh, a lot of teams that should have won did not. The Rams Whoa. are losing to the Dolphins. The, uh, well, the Patriots, I don't know if you saw what happened at the end of that Patriots game. They're bad, by the way. Uh, you know, what? I'm glad to hear it, but I thought that they were about to win this game against the Buffalo Bills, but Cam Newton, with about, I think it was 34 seconds left, they were in the red zone, and he scrambled and fumbled the football. Not what you're supposed to do. And they Not lost Cam the game. Newton. Lost the game, you know? And that's that's all on Cam's shoulders at this point, hundred percent. Well, you know what we get down here is uh, we get Titans football. Hey, that's and one of the, that's one of these weird games because they got pretty well handled by the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals were driving. I mean, there was a really bad call before I came up here to do the pod. Yeah, where Titans pick it off. Mm-hmm. And they're only down 11, and there's about four minutes. And they would have been on the Bengals, like, 15. Yeah. And the ref goes, pass interference. And there is nowhere that there is a pass interference call. But change the game. So, I mean, I'm not a Titans guy. I'm sick and tired of people being like, Titans are best team in the league. No, you're not. No, you're not even the best team in your you're now, you know, conference. You're now five and two, and uh, I'm sure that we'll play them here soon. Uh, let's see. Well, probably, I might actually get to see a Colts game next week because oh, yeah. Titans don't play at the same time. Oh. And the Colts is the main game on CBS. Yes, Colts Ravens, big game. It'll uh, feel like home. You'll actually watch the Colts play the week after that uh, on Thursday night. Colts Titans. On you know 12. me, love a good Thursday night. Love it on Fox. Uh, oh, yeah, Joe Buck. But the Colts, the Colts played very well today uh, and won handily over the Lions. Uh, Did Philip Rivers look any better? Uh, let me tell you how good he looked. How is twenty-three of thirty-three for th- two hundred sixty-two yards and three touchdowns sound for you? Huh? Does that sound all right? He's no Andrew Luck. He's not. I'll agree with you there. Uh, he because he. He's not Jacoby Brissett. I will also grant you that uh, <laughs> because ju- just just as both Andrew Luck and Jacoby Brissett were very bad at putting themselves in vulnerable positions for you know bodily harm, uh, Philip Rivers does not do that. Being the good Catholic he is, he takes his body very seriously and keeps himself safe. Is his throwing motion? Crazy looking? Absolutely. Is he oh, producing? Oh, gosh darn it, guys. Is gosh he producing? You know what? He's producing. We're 5-2. and two. We're If we can beat the Titans, we'll be top of the division and looking solid. Looking solid. Well, you know, I don't think anybody would have seen, guessed in the last two years that the Texans would start being bad at football again. Yeah, no one would have ever guessed that. Well, they traded away all their good players and we're like, what? How are we bad? 
It's like, well... It's almost as I, though I, cause and effect is a thing in the universe. No way, dude. No way. Yeah, I'm serious here. I'm being s- super serial right now. It's hard to tell through this, you know? It's hard to tell if you're being super serial or not really serial at all. The Pittsburgh Steelers are still undefeated. I'm not sure if you're aware of this fact. They're not undefeated. The Steelers, are they? they are 7 and 0. I thought they were 6 and 1. No, they almost lost today to the Ravens, but they did not. Fun, huh? That's a good story. Dude, Big Ben, Big Ben. He's still churning out there in a Hey, he turned his life around. He's Pitt, now apparently Pitt a Christian. City. Does anybody ever say Pitt City? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. You can ask your brother, since he was there. He's still there. He lives there currently. I don't think anyone says Pitt City, and I think hey, he might get Hey, Nick, if you listen face. to this, does anyone call it Pitt City? Insert answer here. Insert answer no. here. No, is the answer. Uh, yeah. But yeah, you know. No. It was a good day of football for me. A good weekend of football uh, after I found out that IU was good. Uh, Yeah, okay. Do you want to know how he found out IU was good, people? I told him two seconds before this after I I watched both IU games. I'm pretty sure I opted to that. I'm pretty sure I I said I did not know. And then you let me know. Yeah, and then you immediately looked it up to make sure I wasn't lying. I just wanted to see the facts. I wanted to see the I don't facts lie. of the case. I don't lie. You don't lie? No. That's good to know. We have to take What's... you 100% at your word then. Yes. Hey, you have to. Uh, well, I saw that City managed to pull off a very close 1-0 victory over Sheffield yesterday. Oh, thrilling. Thrilling victory. We scored in like the 25th minute with Kyle Walker. You know, because why not? is a Sheffield United uh, Youth Academy product. Oh, Take so he didn't celebrate. Goal. Very classy. Very classy. Didn't celebrate for the no fans there. Yeah, didn't celebrate, and he uh, didn't. We well, we we didn't do much after that. It was one nil. Hey. Yeah, very boring. One nil win is it's still one. So that's good. I was going to say the, I was going to say a one nil victory is just as good as a two nil victory, but that's definitively not the case because of goal differential. <laughs> That would be a very As dumb the, thing to uh, say. Very well put together NBC sports staff put it, City just aren't that good because they didn't score six. That was a real quote. I was like, huh, yeah, okay. Huh. Yeah, that makes sense. You understand how this works. Happy to see it. I mean, they're they're right. You would be. You would look better if you had scored six. So I can't. I, I don't know how you can argue with their logic there. Whatever, man. Whatever, man. <laughs> hey, at least man, you lost. Yeah. Got taken down by Arsenal. My favorite thing is that Wolves up there at fifth in the table. Hey. It's early. It's it early. is early. It's early. I'll grant you it's early, but we are sitting three points off first. With seven games, you still have one. In, you've got one in, uh, uh, a game in the one hand, in hand. So. One in hand, so you'll probably take that position back and at least get level with Tottenham. Yeah, you know who we play next though in the league? Liverpool. 
Oh, that, that hey, that's a big that's a big game. That's a big. Match. It is. You are correct. It is. You got a you, you got a little bit of a, a, a Champions League action to take care of before then. Dude, Champions League's easy, bro. Yeah, I looked at your I looked at your group, and you guys drew fantastic this year. I know, and we're we are undefeated. I, I would they're... I would I would really hope so because that. That, there's actually I looked at the groups. There's not really like a group of death this year in in the uh, uh, the Champions League. Uh, I mean the Barcelona and Juve group's pretty tough. Yes, but that, but two groups get through. I generally would consider a group of death if there's like three very quality teams, and like you're like oh one of these teams that's probably gonna win one of their one of their eliminate uh, uh round of 16 matches is not going to get through yeah i agree with that i mean it's harder for that since there are so many teams that qualify compared to like the world well when the world cup goes to like 64 teams it won't be really any group of deaths anymore right because it'll be like brazil playing albania that that would be not a good match for Albania. They'll be happy to get the money for appearing in the in the World Cup, but uh, that's gonna, not going to look very good for them. Yeah, and apparently in this World Cup dream of mine, Albania qualifies for the World Cup. So that's also quite something. Yeah. So if you're an Albanian listener, you're welcome. We don't have them, I don't think. I, I looked at our stats, and I'm pretty sure we're solely in English-speaking countries. If you could imagine something like that. That's weird, dude. That's weird. Something's up. Hey, listen, continental European listeners, we would love to have you. So, st- stay on the line? I don't know. We will. If, if you really care what we have to say, plug it into Google Translate. And you'll love everything we say. That's right. We enunciate very clearly. I'm sure you can understand. I'm sure Google Translate can pick us up and translate us for you. Into oui. Albanian? Oui. Is is the, is there an Albanian language? Do you know? So you think that I'm just randomly mention Albania that I know everything about Albania now? Hey, you brought it up. Oh yeah, I've been doing some research on my own about Albania. Okay. No, let me catch you off there. Let's get to the real reason why we're here today. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. Because we're friends. What? I, what? It's part of. I mean, in the, in the broad scope of things, I suppose that's why we're here yeah, today. You you almost just broke us, broke the friendship down. Nah, today we are here today because of Crown Tundra. Apparently, Hunter's got some beef with it. Yeah, I do. He's got some beef with it, and I think it has to do with Max raids. Is that is this correct? Uh, is Max. Max Adventures? Is Ma- the, Max, Max Raid Adventures? I think that's what it something is. Something like that. It's something yeah. like It's in the cave where you do the Max Raids. You know, If you know, we know. Also, just so we're clear, because I believe I said this at the end of the episode last time, anytime that we're reviewing something, we are going to assume that you've experienced it yourself. So, spoiler warning, I'm not going to tell you when we're done with this section. What? 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 That's crazy. You are you are a crazy man living on the edge. I'm just fair warning. We're going to assume that you've played it. Hey, that's that's fair. You know what? We can agree on that. 
That is fair. It's fair warning, at least. Um, so, Crown Tundra, the... You know, I, I, do we know that this is going to be the final DLC for Sword and Shield? They, they haven't said it's the final one. Because I think that they might add some more. I'm because they we'll get into that in a second. But I think that they've they've definitely got room to add some more at least, because um, looking at the mainline thing, uh, uh, Crown Tundra, it's actually a story expansion. I would say rather than Isle of Armor didn't really have a point to it at all. What? What? what, what you mean the story that where you get a little cub bear and then you cub foo. Yeah, I know, but it's a little little cub bear. That's all it is. It is a it is a bear. I just cub bear is a little redundant. That's beside the point. Continue. Bear cub. Oh, you little bear cub. Good job. But he was like, I mean, if you've played the main story at all, you already have just a ton of candies to give it, and you just walk up to whatever temple you want. It's true. That's true. That's a story, Xander. Granted, it's like a two-page, you know, flip book, but yeah, it's a it's, story. It was like a it was like a week-long comics, like in in the newspaper run. It was like a week-long comic story. Like, oh, I'm on the Isle of Armor, and it's only a two-panel comic. Really, that long? Yeah, two-panel comic for one week, fourteen panels. That's it. That's a little lengthy for what we got out of that. Like, I, I haven't. The only reason I'm back on the Isle of Armor is to catch a certain Pokemon. That's it. You could say it because remember, we we are saying that you that you have played. Well, the game no, you know, you need to break we'll, down the story. Okay, fine. We'll work up to it. We'll work up to it. So you arrive on the Isle of Armor and you are greeted by uh, a man arguing with his daughter. Crown no Tundra. Family drama, huh? Crown Tundra. Crown Tundra. You what said Isle of Armor. No, not Crown Tundra. Starting off great. Uh, not gonna we go the back game. to the Isle Apparently of Armor. Apparently this guy... It, it, now, now, I did not get this nailed on. Is Peony, who is the father, uh, Chairman Rose's brother? Or was it his dad? I don't know. I think it was his brother. I think it was his brother. Because that would, that would then make Nia, his daughter, also known as Peonia. Great naming convention from a dad. Fantastic. A lot of single parents in the Pokemon world. That's all I'm going to say. A lot of single parents in the Pokemon world. Um, yeah, uh, she doesn't want to go on this adventure that he has. Uh, she wants to do max raid adventures, which, you know, that's fine. Cool. Uh, and he has this whole, what was it? It was a, it was a portmanteau of vacation adventure, right? What was it? It was, it, va- I can't remember what it was. Something about having an adventure. Uh, Dude, and, and we had one. We had actually, we had a lot. There's a lot. I've actually at this point, I have I have completed all the adventures. Uh, yeah, I've completed all the adventures, and uh, Hunter has not. We'll nope, just leave that there. Uh, but but the, the, I think <clears throat> the main one I would say is the is the Calyrex. I believe is how we would say it. Uh, Storyline there. Um, so you go down and you know, he's a deer man. He's a deer Pokemon who used to be the king of the crown tundra. It is also weird to me that apparently they haven't been able to grow crops for like ever. And yet they're still trying in the middle of a winter. Like wonder, like, what is this? They, they, I mean, I'm like, these people are just stupid. <laughs> they're just dumb. 
Well, I, I think what they said was that they that they used to be able to grow them everywhere, everywhere, but now they can only grow them in where they are. The what was it Fra- F- Freezington? Is that right? I don't know. I just used to fly back. Well, not used to. I still have to, but fly back there, and I'm like, hey, here we are. It's more. It's not even a village. It's like four huts. <laughs> it's it's not very much. It is. I believe you're right. Four four houses. Don't know where all those people break down in their living situation. Uh, but I think the implication anytime you're in a in a Pokemon town is that it is scaled down for the game. Unless you're in like uh, the the main town. Winden. Yeah, Winden. Yeah, Winden's the big Winden one is, based off London. It's got it's got three whole sections to it. Uh, but what do you think of the uh, storyline there with Calyrex? You have completed that portion of the story, uh, of the expansion. Correct. Um, it has its ups and its downs. I think the Calyrex character is 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 a cool one because it's mm-hmm. different. Um, now we haven't really seen something like that in a while. You know, they classify him as legendary, but he mm-hmm. he seems more like a mythical Pokemon. Like, because most of the mythicals have been kind of like the psychic type mm-hmm. over the years. Now, his his appearance in the game brings into a very interesting concept for the various legendaries and mythical Pokemon. Because um, he says that his power is driven by people's belief in him. Which is very much taken out of the pages of, of the uh, TV show Supernatural. But it, by extension there, is that how we're able to catch so many legendary Pokemon? Because people don't really have belief in them anymore? That's a good question. It's a very good question. Because as soon as he said that, I was like, oh, is that why I can catch the Lord of Time Palkia? Because like <laughs> no one has ever heard of him now? Or, or uh, uh, the, the Lord of Space Dialga? Or even the Poke Devil, uh, uh, Giratina. Or even the Poke God and Arceus Ar- in no, some Ar- games. Arceus, yeah. I, I just, you know, it's not really anything, but it's a very... Introducing that concept makes it it's somewhat feasible in my mind. That, that, you know, it makes a little sense that this child can go catch a Pokemon. If no, the only caveat, and this is a caveat for a lot of Pokemon lore, is the Alola region, where people still very much believe in the, the, Tapu, uh, the Tapu Pokemon, the Island Guardians, uh, but you can still catch them. So, don't know how that plays into it exactly. Uh, well, but, this is also, correct me if I'm wrong, the first legendary that's actually been like take me with you yes. not the other way um let's see no no there was uh uh let's see no there there has been some other there have been some other pokemon that have that have wanted to battle you after you had helped them i i cannot recall yeah but he way. didn't even want to bet he just said allow me to go on your journey and you're supposed to just catch him uh yeah i mean i think this is one of the few Legendaries that's ever actually directly spoken to you, so that's that's that would be part of it. Uh, oh, poor Peony, dude, just gets possessed half the story. It is funny. However, I will say that that when they had him make the the reins, just like he's like, oh yeah, I'm really good at I'm really good at basket weaving. I can make these reins. I thought yeah, he was... made legendary reins people haven't known how to make in right. three cent- 
like I, three generations. I really that was the cheapest thing. I, I like I I didn't get it. Like I don't. <laughs> I felt like that was very cheap on their part. That was one of the big, big like you were saying, it was a lot of up and downs. I thought that was a big drop in there, in there uh, from. Well, the, the other, the other thing too is like, you know, going along with legendaries and mythicals, it's like some lady just has, is she called a floofy, in her house in mm-hmm. Freezington that can evolve up like it's a. Oh yes, yes, the the uh, cosmog. Uh, yeah, cosmog. Like, it, she just has one? Yeah, she's like, oh, I found this guy. He's real cool. Could you take care of him? Or, well, she eventually says that to you after, I don't know, you just hang out in Freezington for... Oh, it's after you defeat the horse. Uh, that well, yeah, it's after you, quote-unquote, save the town from the horse. Yeah, when you're the one who brought him there anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so, ooh, whoopsies. I'm probably Dude, guys, I have no clue how that got here. Uh, let's move on. Oh yeah, wow. That was, uh, yeah, that's part of the story. Uh, the whole point of Calyrex is that he's trying to become a king again. Basically, is what he's trying to do. He's, try- he's just trying to help the people, which shows he's a good king. He's a good king, uh, but he has to catch. He has to. Ha- you have to have. You have to help him get his horse. Uh, who is one one of the choices in the game where you can either take the his ice horse or his ghost horse. Uh, I got there first, so I got to choose. Uh, I chose ice horse, and then hunter. Yeah, I got the stupid little emo ghost horse. Yeah. For those, for those wondering why, so we can trade and trade back, so we can register them in the Pokedexes. That's right. Got to complete that I mean, dex. Come on, guys. There's a reason I got shield. Come and on, guys. You're you're telling me that you weren't super into Zamizetta? I like the shield horse way more than the the shield stupid the the sword doggo. That one's dumb. Listen, I'll grant you that the sword. He's just a dog that carries around a sword in his mouth. That's that's what he is. Like Zamizetta actually has like a shield design. Yeah, in him he's got like the other one's like. I carry a sword. That's the whole thing. Hey guys, I, I got a sword. Can can I help you out? Yeah, that's that's what. Still uh, waiting for Pokemon Gun like. to come out. Get some Pokemon Gun action. Glastrier and Spectrier. Those are the two horses. I was looking that up. Yeah, Spectrier just looks like an emo horse. That's the best way to describe it. Yeah. No. I mean, that's that's spot on. Purple hair. Uh, with the with the with the with the highlight swoop, swoop across the face, oh it's yeah, it's very much like an emo horse. And Glastier just like is a super manly, like strong ice horse. Yeah, okay, okay, take it easy. However, pal. it's it's you, oh you know, I mean that may not be a shiny form. I think yeah, you know, the shiny form is very disappointing for Glastier. It just turns his ice a little, just like it turns it from Arctic Blast to Glacier Freeze. Is basically oh. what color changes. That's so, actually a really good way to put that. Very subtle. There's so many like that, and they've kind of gone away from it since. I mean, shinies were introduced in Gen Two, mm-hmm. but like the Gen One shinies are so lame, except for like a few of them. Except for Charizard. A few of them I like. Charizard, Charizard is well, like number one shiny. They changed it. Hmm. Remember, it used to be purple and green. It looked like Barney. The first ever shiny Charizard was purple and green. Well, I'm glad they changed it to black. 
Yeah, it looks way better. But the one, like, Bulbasaur and Ivysaur, just, like, slightly more lime green. It's like some of them are light, but they've kind of gone into, you know, making them actually different now. But yeah, some of them are just, they still just drop the ball on them. Like, have you seen Solgaleos from uh, Sun? I have not. It's just all red. Hmm. I was like, it would have been cool if they made it like a golden, you know, lion. But it was just all red. It's like a neon red. Some of them are real bad. But um, that kind of leads into my beef with some of this gameplay. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, I wouldn't necessarily say it's... I mean, it is a part of the story, but it's not the main part of the story with the Max Raid adventures. Um, but as I texted you the other day, and as Xander so eloquently responded, save it for the pod! I did. I yelled it at him. <laughs> but it was... Uh, I, I looked this up, and I actually <laughs> watched a couple of YouTubers that I actually really liked with Pokemon um, that, that were like... Apparently, the shiny rate in the adventure for every Pokemon is at one out of every 300. But if you've played the game and caught all the main Pokemon, you get the shiny charm. So then now it, it is a one out of 100 chance for a shiny. Every single Pokemon you see in the max rate adventures. And I just think, that just takes the way a point of a shiny. Like, I, I love, like, in, you know, even in Pokemon Go, there's a lot of things wrong with Pokemon Go. But, you know, it, it's still, for the most part, unless it's, like, a special day, mm-hmm. like, it's it's a surprise to get a shiny. Yeah. Like, you click and you're like, oh, hey. Well, like, I think I just described your exact reaction to every shiny you've ever gotten. Oh, hey. There it is. That's kind of how, like, I think a lot of these, I call them hype Pokemon YouTubers. Because, mm-hmm. like, there's a bunch now that are getting into Pokemon trading cards that now they're big again. People are like, oh, like, I'm really into it. It's like, no, you, you can, like, this guy I really don't like. You have beef with a YouTuber. He doesn't know who I am. But he's Mystic7. Mm-hmm. He was, he's like a big Pokemon Go YouTuber, but like still just is, has no clue about like Pokemon. Like, you know. Is this the guy who had the team of pseudo Wudos? Yeah, that guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, this guy, now he's into like trading cards and he's like, oh, I, people are getting mad. They say I'm just doing it for the hype. And it's like, well, you are. Yeah. That's the reason you bought it. That's, that's great that you enjoy it. But you're also the reason you're into it is because of the hype. If it wasn't popular, you wouldn't be doing it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's kind of influenced a lot of the Nintendo games. Is like, let's just give them shinies. That helps instead of actually making like a decent game in some aspects. Because mm-hmm. I mean, you remember Pokemon Go was abysmal for a while, but they were like, hey, you can catch all these shinies. And people are like, okay, that's cool. It's like, but that doesn't help the game in any sort of way. Mm-hmm. So my beef there is like, 
there's a lot of shiny opportunities without doing any work for it. Plus, I'm supposed to just believe that all of these legendaries are just hanging out in this cave? Like, I mean, like, the last time we saw Intei, Raiko, and Suicune, they were running around Johto. Mm -hmm. And now they're just hanging out in the cave that you can... Here's the biggest beef. The biggest beef. You have a 100% catch rate on every Pokemon in there. 100%. Isn't that, the, isn't that the way with most raid battles, though? Nope. They they are able to go run away. It's pretty rare, though. Because, I I've, I mean, I use Pokeballs for the most part in raid battles, and I rarely have them run away. But that's still so dumb that uh, it's... 100% is quite a bit. But I, I, I will say that that the raid adventures are still difficult if you're, if you're playing solo. I'm sure if you actually had, like, people in there, it will be tougher. Um, but I do think that it is still difficult. Like, I have a couple legendaries stockpiled uh, that I've found. Uh, let's see. Who was it? Um, I have Zygarde, uh, who is really tough to beat because he actually changes form if when you get him down to about two-thirds or so. And he becomes very difficult to kill. To, to Excuse me. To defeat. Uh, you to, to make faint. To make faint. Um, Not to kill. I'm not this killing isn't the Pokemon mangas. Uh, they just kill people. That is true. That's true. Look it up. If you don't believe us, look Some it up. Some of those are nuts. Like uh, they... Someone... I think it's James's wheezing just gets cut in half by like a scyther. It's like, what is this? Wow, that's pretty intense. Yeah. Uh, but I, I can't remember who else I have. But I have some other legendaries that I have stockpiled that that are actually quite like I have not been able to defeat them. Mainly, it's because uh, uh, I think that it is well leveled as far as like it's still a challenging experience because you know you can't you have to go in with these rented Pokemon. Um, but how do you like the actual gameplay experience of the of the raid adventures? Uh, I mean, I like that you kind of have a choice to go through it. It makes actually knowing typing really important. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think some of it's kind of dumb with like, I mean, they, like you said, they are challenging now because you have to rent Pokemon. Right. But like, I mean, even in the new Pokemon anime, it's like raid battles are so stupid. Like they're so dumb. Like in like the second episode of Pokemon Journeys, Mm-hmm. They see a Lugia, and they're like, let's make this a raid battle, guys. Like, that's so stupid. They could just make them into raid battles? Yeah, that they're like, yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, but, they had but, three people fighting at once, and they're just like, what if we work together and made it a max raid battle? It defeats the whole purpose of what a max raid battle is. Well, how are they going to put that into the game that there's just holes in the ground in a field? It's like... Let's jump inside and battle a Pokemon. Yeah, it's a layer. That's the whole point. I think it's. I, I think those are actually supposed to be like holes in the ground that you're jumping into. I think that's what it's supposed to be. I know, but how are you going to explain I, I, that? D- it does it, it does not translate. You are you are out. That is a fair point. It does not translate very well to a children's cartoon. I I just I think the idea. Is a lot better than the Isle of Armor. 
I think mm-hmm. they had done a really good job of making it not so linear. Where like you actually, yes, it's kind of difficult to get some places that's a good for the point. first time. Well, well, to that end, to that end, um, the the Reggies make a reappearance in this in the Crown Tundra with a couple temples to them, um, and the. Uh, the well, at first you get from from uh, Peony, you get partial hints to to what how to get in to open the door. There's riddles about how to get into the door. Uh, I thought that you're gonna have to figure out from like these partial hints, but once you actually get to the place, the the riddles just written on the door, and you can just read it off. Even then, though, uh, it is not it is not some of them are not very easy uh, on getting in there. And actually, there was one of them. Uh, I, did I actually look that up? I think I actually looked it up on how to get in because I, I could not figure it out. Once I, once I thought about it, I, I was like, okay, that makes sense. Oh, um, is that the one you had to, I'm not there yet, but I, I also looked it up. Is that where you have to have a cryagonal? No, I got, I got party? that one. I got that one. That one I got, it was the. So the other one is the, you had to put an Everstone in the first member of your party? Yeah, well, it's Everstone in, I believe it's in the hands of a Mew, isn't it? Or is it just the no, first Pokemon? Oh, it's just anything. Well, then I, okay, I really you overthought, overthought that. that I one, overthought man. that one. I thought it was, it said the first Pokemon. I was like, oh, is that supposed to be like Bulbasaur? Are we supposed to not metagame it and actually have to be Mew? So I gave Mew and Everstone and put it first in my party and I got in. So I guess that was a little bit of confirmation bias on my part. You were like, Phew. Hunter's not gonna be able to figure this one out because he does, doesn't have a Mew. <laughs> that does downgrade me, downgrade the game a little bit because, like, wow, you actually have to have a Mew to get in here. That's that's pretty intense. Not everybody has a Mew. Uh, okay, that that downgrades it a little bit. But the last one, I mean, they did get rid of the Braille though too. Like, you don't have to figure out codes anymore. No, they could have done a little bit more, but I, I did ask, you know, I did ask for like, where'd all the puzzle solving go? At least they tried a little bit. It's still a little dumbed down and it's not very long. Um, and then once you get inside, like, it's not really a riddle on how to get the Pokemon to appear. You just have to light up all the... Yeah, just got to light up yeah. all the lights. Uh, I, I thought that they could very easily have made that into like a giant panel and then you have to pick them out. That would have been a very easy fix to make it at least another step on to, to get the Pokemon to appear, uh, to get the Reggie to appear. Uh, but I, I thought that that was pretty well done. Not not fantastic, but definitely a step in the right direction. And and your point that uh, they made it non-linear, uh, that you had different things that you could go do at different times, and you didn't necessarily have to do them all uh, linearly. Uh, it is good, and and that kind of feeds into how the old games were, where you could take a break from your your gym experience for a while and go do some other things for people. They haven't. They kind of they they almost started to 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 make those side quests come back a little bit, uh, but it, they were not as extensive as I would have liked in in the main game. Um, there aren't really any side quests here, uh, aside from. Uh, the uh, the the Cobalion, Verizion, and Terrakion. those I did not know were going to be in the game. And and uh, have you have you interacted with that at all? I just found the first uh, footprints. I was gonna. So what I'm doing is right now I'm tracking down. We haven't even mentioned it. There are Galarian forms. Mm-hmm. If you've played, you know Galarian forms of Zap or yeah, Articuno, 
Zapdos and Moltres. Yeah. Um, Zapdos looks real dumb. Moltres looks super cool. And Articuno just looks crazy. Like in a good way. But oh. right now I'm tracking them down. I've already got Zapdos. Now I'm getting Moltres. And then I'm going to get Articuno since he's already in the Crown Tundra. Then I'm going to do the Reggies. Then I'm going to start doing... Um, what are they called? The the they're not the Swords of Justice, are they? Uh, they I believe that isn't that just Keldio. Oh, uh, uh, you're right. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, the Three Musketeers, the, th- the Three Musketeers. That's I think that's what they're known as for the most part. So then I'm gonna get all the footprints and get them because I think after you get all the Reggies, you get Reggie Gigas, don't you? Or there's a way uh, to get it. No, no, no. You, once you get the three Regis, you you are able to get into the the. Oh right, final Regi Electric Regi. or Reggie Drago. Yeah, Re- yeah, Reggie Electric or Reggie Drago. Which, after looking at them, I probably should have gone with Reggie Electric, but I I wanted to. I just wanted to get Reggie Drago. Reggie it's a dragon type Reggie. Yeah, I should have gone with Reggie Electric. I'm getting Reggie Electric. Yeah, yeah, you're getting Reggie Electric. Hey, I finally win one of these. Well, you know, I gotta give you one every now and then, or else, or else uh, we won't be able. Or to else I that. wouldn't do it. You, you yeah. know how to pull me in, man. Ugh. But no, then uh, I think you can get Reggie Gigas after you get the re- all the Reggies you can get. I thought that. You and just then I think you can get. I thought you would just huh? encounter him in the in the raid uh, raid adventures. I I thought he wouldn't appear unless you've done the all the Reggies. Maybe I'm wrong. But I think you can get Keldeo after you get all the Musketeers to, as well. Hmm, maybe I haven't reported that I got all three back yeah, you have to, to... you have to go back and report to PM for them to be completed. Sophia. No, this is Sophia. Uh, gives you oh, this one. Sophia. Sorry. Sorry. Can't you remember this? Uh, yeah, I reported the first two back, but I guess, I guess there's one more left. Uh, that one was interesting. It was along the lines of uh, the Zygarde scales in X and Y. Uh, mm. Where you had to, those were much harder though because it was the entire game you had to go find these Zygarde scales and they did not show up in the same way as uh, these footprints do. But I thought that was in, in, an interesting concept that you're researching where they are, um, and then can get them. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this. This is a little bit of backtracking, but the shiny versions of all these Galarian uh, uh, legendary birds they look like the original version. Really? Yeah. Actually, they look. It actually, makes Zapdos look better. Ooh. Oh, sorry. Almost dropped a uh, vanilla Coke. Oh no, not a vanilla Coke. Um, and Sponsor I guess us. I guess that their original versions are kind of based on the shiny versions of their original versions. Did I say that right? Uh, that's totally a, a side point. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, uh, you can get the Cobalion, Verizion, and Terrakion um, by research by finding all their footsteps. Uh, I found that Verizions were the hardest to find because she had uh, – she. I think it actually is a female. But um, Verizion has a much wider area where the footprints are than, than the other two uh, because it's from uh, Giant's Seat, I believe it's called. And that's a pretty big area. Um, I think one of the most disappointing 
aspects of the the expansion um, is the lack of not the lack of addition of non-legendary Pokemon. I thought that there were some neat additions, like they brought in all of the fossil Pokemon or the majority. I was of also happy Pokemon. that Nido King is back. There, there, there were some good additions. Uh, it, actually, all the Pokemon they added, I thought were good to add. I mean, it was a lot of dragons, a lot of a uh, lot of fossils, and uh, Nido King and Queen. Um, but as far as it, we still have, like no, and this is why I think that they're going to come out with another expansion, or. Or uh, this may also play into the next Let's Go being in Johto, but there are like no Johto Pokemon st- available in this game. Almost, it's there are very Ooh. few. There's like Zigzagoon, um, who has a Galarian form, uh, but but other than that, there's like not a lot of. I mean, first of all, there's not a lot of Johto Pokemon. Like it wasn't a very big expansion to begin with, but the we're still missing a lot from that generation, and that is not a very easy to find generation of Pokemon. It's not easy to get Ooh. them because they, there hasn't been uh, a recent version of that game. It, it, the, the most recent one is the Heart Gold and Soul Silver from, you know, quite a while ago. So I, I, I was hoping that we would find more of those. Uh, Slow King is, is one from that generation that is in this expansion. Uh, granted, in Galarian form. I do not have him yet because... Uh, do you have to trade him with a, a, a Galacarcia? What are they called? The twigs? Uh, I think so. I think I have some things I need to trade with you as well anyway. 2010, a decade ago, Heart Gold Sold Silver came out. Whew. I, I think there's a lot of... <sighs> I do really hope they get another expansion because I think there is a lot of room to make even another one. And make it more. What could they do? I mean, you don't even have to necessarily make any new Pokemon. Just add the other ones. Well, I think I, I think that they are also missing out on an opportunity. We talked about this with the Isle of Armor as well. Uh, that they aren't adding any a lot of other Galarian forms. Like not even of of uh, uh, of Johto Pokemon necessarily. They added the the three birds and Slowking, but. You know, I thought Galer- the Galarian form was a cool idea, as I thought Alolan forms were a cool idea, because it, it allows them to uh, expand the portfolio of Pokemon without having to expand the number of Pokemon, uh, which mm. I think which I think we've talked about in the past is I think that they are trying to delay getting up to the thousandth Pokemon, literally one thousand Pokemon, as long as they can by introducing these regionalized forms, which is a fine thing and I think a pretty good idea. Um, but but yeah, I, I I enjoy the. I think apart from. I don't like Obstagoon. I know that's a I new Pokemon. I, I think Obstagoon is is fine. Uh, I think that there are more definitely more objectionable new, uh, Galarian Pokemon. Not necessarily Galarian forms, but Galarian Pokemon than Obstagoon. Uh, speaking specifically of, uh, uh, oh golly, I can't remember his name now. The ones who play guitars on their chest, those guys. I thought oh, that they were cool. And uh, then I, uh, well, that's not Toxic Croak. It's uh, uh, yeah, but it's it is uh, Toxtricity. 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 Yep. Yeah, I thought that they looked cool, and then I saw their in-game animations, and they were strumming those bumps on their chest. I'm like, oh man, that's dumb. Yeah, and, and the darker one plays the bass. Yeah, one's the laid-back form, and one's the 
it's like laid back and high energy or something, and you're like, oh, yeah. come on. Yeah, That's those are dumb. stupid. That's the thing like, where, I, I yeah. actually thought the, the baby form of it, Toxel, yeah. had potential to be a pretty cool Pokemon moving forward. Toxel was a good idea. I'm like, ooh, an electric poison Pokemon? That's interesting. And like, let me catch that. And I spent actually a while trying to get a Toxel, and then I got it. And I was like, what do you They hand you one for free if you just stop in the daycare. Do they? Oh, I did not know that. Well, you could have had a Toxel as like your third Pokemon. I did not. I did not. Uh, Yeah, and then you evolve it and you're like, oh, this is. The only cool thing about uh, that is that I figured this out that uh, the nature determines what it evolves into. Yeah, it's like split down the middle. Yeah, it's it's like it, I mean, if you look at the list, it's it's very obvious. Like, oh, okay, yeah, the relaxed one turns into relaxed form. But it's it was still I an think, interesting concept. I thought. I actually kind of think they were supposed to maybe be minor legendaries, and they might have scrapped it really late because there's a lot of stuff like around, like the Dynamax yeah. Toxtricity is, you know, the mural. In the second gym, or is that the first gym? The grass gym, Milo. Yeah. Um, well, also there's the there's that to- and this may go into the 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 final uh, into the other expansion that we're willing into existence at this point. There's that statue next to the lighthouse that's like, yeah, what is this? What is this about? Like that's what I thought they were gonna do, like a uh, um. Like minor legendary thing, kind of like they did with Ampharos when they introduced it. Mm-hmm. They made it really, really hard to get, and they had that adventure or that side quest. You had to go to the lighthouse. Yeah. Um, I thought they might do that because I was like, because that was one of the reasons I got Toxtricity. Because I was like, oh, must be pretty good if people love it this much. Yeah. They, then no. it's like, just kidding. No, just, just kidding. kidding. It's just a Pokemon, and you can catch them pretty much everywhere later in the game. Hmm. But going back to uh, what we were talking about before we got sidetracked, um, the way that they're doing the legendary birds is that you have to chase them down, like we said, uh, like we like we anticipated in the first uh, when we first talked about this. No, no, no! You give yourself a pat on the back. You said that. I went. Eh, we'll see. No, but then I texted you. I was like, "Dude, you were right." Yeah, and and it turns out I was exactly right, uh, except for the fact that uh, they actually go to different places. So Zapdos goes to the uh, original wild area in the mainland of of the Galar region. Moltres goes to the Isle of Armor, and Articuno stays in the Crown Tundra. Um, I did think that was a cool idea, and it looked, you know, I know it's a video game, it's anime, but it looked natural that he was flying around. It wasn't like, Moltres, you know, yes, Moltres, the old game where you could just go in and out of like a, next to a spot until they spawned there, and you no, just yeah. get them. Yeah, the, the, that really does, and that's why they went to the wild there is because it could be on a loop, and you can't really adjust it. Uh, so it's it, Moltres is flying around, Zapdos is running around, Articuno is also flying around uh, the the areas, and you have to catch them. I mean, you have to track them down. Moltres is probably the hardest one to get, I think, just because it does not slow down. Zapdos, have you caught Zapdos yet? Yeah, that's the first one I got. Yeah, you now I'm chasing Moltres, and it is not fun. Yeah, Zapdos, you literally just chase him around the wild area for like a minute and a half, 
and eventually and he, gets, he gets, tired. gets tired. So somehow my ten year old body or however you are however old you are in this game has more stamina on a bicycle than Zapdos, a legendary bird. That's a little <laughs> silly. <laughs> but uh but that's how you chase him down. Yeah, Moltres is Moltres was tough. I actually got really lucky for Moltres. Uh I believe I went and did something and came back to the Isle of Armor and I turned around and it was coming right at me in front of the dojo. And I just like I ran right into it. I just <laughs> It was pretty think, lucky. This is random, but I think what a good idea would be for a new update, if they don't want to add like an entirely new area. Give us what they're talking about in the anime, the World Coronation Tournament, where it's like you face off against, like, Steven, you know, who... Well, that, th- th- that does lead a little bit into the, the last uh, avenue of this expansion, uh, which was the... What's the name of the tournament? Um, oh, the uh, Galar Stars? Is that yeah, what it Galar is? Yeah, Galar Stars Tournament or, or something along those lines. Uh, that that is the they, they basically uh, uh, what happens is that Leon um, creates a new tournament to make more money and give people more Pokemon battles. <laughs> if you want to view it cynically, he he's like, I want to make this tournament some more money and give people it, 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 that's and that's what he ends up doing uh, is creating a new uh, Dynamax Adventures. That's what they're called. Uh, no. Incorrect. No, no, I, I'm going back to what the 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 cave is called. It's called oh, Dynamax I was Adventures. Like, I was like, no, that's no. Uh-huh. Um, like I I think that's a good idea. That like, you know, you've been able to battle pr- former pro, you know, not antagonist or protagonist, but like former gym leaders and hard trainers in previous games in tournaments. Yeah. Why can't we do that? And I think that'd be super cool if they were like, dude, here's red and he's nearly impossible to beat. Well, even even like Isle of Armor, this was something that they basically were teasing us with. Poke, pe- people would show up on Isle of Armor, random people you'd beaten in the past, and you could talk to them. You couldn't fight them or anything, but you could talk to them. And you're like, okay, yeah. really? I can find these people on vacation, but all I'm doing is chatting with them? That's all I get? Yeah, like what is it, Kabu? Is that the... Fighting type guy, or the I believe that's correct. Yeah, Galarian. Like he, he shits hanging out, and I was like, "Hey, man!" He's like, "Hey, Galarian." Just your training. It's like, that's no, it looks like you're just standing around. <laughs> What'd you say, Galarian Star? Galarian Star Star Tournament. Yeah. Uh, I what I would have preferred for a Galarian Star Tournament actually is if uh, is if they had level capped it uh, and had everybody mm. be like level fifty or level seventy five. Because with with it being the way that it is, um, if 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 you're trained, I mean, you gain levels through this tournament. So eventually, if you've got a lot of Pokemon that you're fighting in this tournament, you're gonna level them up, and and you know you get above them. And at this point, I have too many level level one hundred, so I can't use my preferred. I've got team. two full boxes full of level one hundred. Right, now. I can't use my preferred team because it's it's just too easy. Like I don't even have to switch Pokemon or even Dynamax. Or Gigantamax, yep. for that matter. Um, th- th- I can just take them out any way that I want. And that's that's where it's kind of lacking for me. I, I think they could have level capped it. Even a level 75 level cap, which is not something that they've ever done before. But mm. that would have been interesting for this. And then you would have felt that it was actually a difficult tournament. Rather than just 
another iteration. Um, however, another throwaway line in the expansions that I thought was very interesting uh, was that the the rival from the Isle of Armor is in this tournament, and apparently they have a gym in a lower tier than the the uh, one that you went through. I thought mm. that that idea that they now have tiers of gym, which which plays very much into this being uh, England and having this uh, you're in the EPA promotion relegation, right. yeah. Right, and and they could even maybe bring that into uh, the next expansion. I think that's probably asking way too much to be able to start a gym and work your way through it. Uh, but that would be that, that that is a concept that I think is very interesting that hasn't been brought up in the games before. That there are there are more gyms than you see. There's just different tiers of gyms. Well, they're kind of going back to a very very old episode of the original anime. Where it's the Electabuzz gang versus the Scyther gang. You've probably seen it. It's And they're like fighting in the streets and, and everybody's afraid to go outside. They, in that town, have an old gym that used to be a part of the main eight. But it got mm-hmm. run down. And they couldn't figure out who was going to take over. So it's an interesting concept to have that. I would even be interested in doing that where they say if a Pokemon has competed in the main, you know, top level gyms, you can't use it here. Like, I think that would be cool. They're not, I don't think they'd be able to do it, but like, you know, it's, it's like, you know, I think what you would do is almost like a development league. I think what you would do is you would have, if you either competing or running and you would have it level capped. If if you're the one running the gym, you would only be able to use Pokemon up to this level. So you know you could have, you know, a gym that's you have to have all grass type and they have to be level fifteen or lower. Mm. That would be interesting. I agree. <clears throat> and and you can't do like where you get a Butterfree or 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 a a last stage grass type uh, starter and then have it get leveled down to level fifteen. Like you can do with, with uh, for example, um, Hydreigon evolves, I believe it's at level 65, into a hyd- from a, 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 a Zwellius into a, a Hydreigon. But if you go to compete in a, a actual tournament, an in-person tournament, it gets downgraded to level 50, which is technically impossible for, for a Hydreigon to be, uh, unless caught in... in uh, Let's go Pikachu. Let's go Eevee. Because you can get, you can get like a level five Charizard in that game if you're in the right place. Yeah, those those games were. I'll say I thought they were pretty enjoyable to play through. I mean, they were very simple, but I yeah. did like you know actually throwing a Pokeball too. But you're mm-hmm. right. There's a lot of parts of that where you're just like, if you catch enough Pokemon in a row, it's like, oh look, there's just an Articuno flying around my head. It's like that that part's dumb. Um I mean, like I said, I would like to see some kind of world tournament, maybe even do I mean, I would say go to Greenland, but they basically did. I think that's what this place kind of is. Oh, that that is one thing I did want to talk about. I cannot figure out where in the world of Pokemon this place would exist. 
because it's that's like actually Eng- you gotta look that up. It is a hot topic because it's don't like know. England, but it's flipped upside down. Because they basically have Scotland on the south part instead of where it is in England on the north part, and then I, I think what happened is that there's just that that the that the uh, that the uh, mountains that separate Winden from the rest of the continent. I believe th- that isn't all because when I first looked at the map, I was like, okay, so there's ice on the bottom and ice on the top. So is this just like a giant continent that runs from the North Pole to the South Pole? Like an entire, you know, like the Americas run from the North Pole to the South Pole. This is how big the Galar region is supposed to be. But I think I I have that misplaced um, in that it actually just runs from the South to somewhere in the middle. And the mountains are all icy. But what are the prevailing theories that you've seen on where everything exists here? Well, it... It is very difficult because, you know, we had the French inspiration mm-hmm. uh, place. In the, and in that the, one yeah. is, you don't obviously see it even though you get far away. I mean, I almost feel like, the, well, it would. I mean, since it would be flipped, I mean, the Crown Tundra would literally be running into Spain at that point. Mm-hmm. Um the, the thing that really messes a lot of people up is that, you know, the first three generations are based off of Japan. So when right. they started moving have, away. And we actually have a map of, I actually believe the first four generations, we can, we actually know where they all are. Yeah. Well, uh, the, cause I'm looking at it also throws here. people off that, um, Kanto and Johto are so close to one another, mm-hmm. but they're different regions. And that throws people off too. Because, um, I mean, they've done, I mean, basically they did France as a whole almost. Then they basically just did New York City and the surrounding areas um, in black and white. Um, there's a lot of good, if you look it up in your free time, there are some pretty good fan-made maps of where everything is. And the two that really throw people off are this one and Alola. Yeah, Alola is easy, though, because it's literally just an island chain out in the middle of nowhere. So you can kind of place that wherever you want. But I'm look, I'm showing you right now. Mm-hmm. I, I think this is actually an official, some sort of official map of uh, the first four regions plus uh, several expansion areas and mm. uh, non-main storyline games. So the Ore region, uh, if you remember from mm-hmm. XD Gale yep. of Darkness. Yeah. And I believe the first... I'm not sure what this region is over here that you're looking at. Um, that one is from. Uh, is this the Ore region? That's from. That's from. That's Ore. That's from. Yeah, that, Gale yeah, of Pyrite Darkness. Yeah. That's Ore. I'm not sure what this place is though. Oh. Um. Oh, this is this is this is Kanto Johto right here. Yeah, that that's Kanto at. Johto. So I so yeah we actually can see Kanto Johto, Hoenn and Sinnoh all in the same map with the Sevi Islands. Uh, and, and some other places from, from various expansions. Uh, Oblivia. I don't know Oblivia. What game is that from? I don't know. There's there's several places that are interesting and hard to find. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. there's a lot of places. I mean, there's also places we don't even know about. Because, I mean, I I know you know well enough, but Crawdaunt's... Um, Pokedex entry talks about it being far away and that the current form it has was to 
it has the star on its head trying to evade Sharpedos from mm-hmm. attacking them. So that, you know, then obviously that question's asked, um, what did it look like elsewhere? Right. So maybe we can see that down the line that Crawdon will get one. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the pokey earth is so interesting because it's like, we don't really know where they all are. Mm-hmm. I mean, we yeah, a lot of people just... do some really good guesses. But, you know, even right above Kanto and Johto, it's like that is a massive land. A massive land where... Without anything there, supposedly. Like, that. those are weird to me. Um, it would be interesting to see them roll that out. I mean... We're we're basically saying please make what we've wanted all along, which is the the all encompassing game, which they're with, never gonna make that. They would have to go through a major, and I think we've talked about this before, but I think they would have to go through a major revamping of the leveling strategy, which I thought that they were doing when they introduced CP combat power, because mm. um, that's something that you can scale much more easily than levels one to a hundred, right? But they they didn't include that that idea at all in sword and shield. Um, it was in let's go Pikachu. Let's go Eevee because th- that had much more compatibility with Pokemon go itself. Uh, but, th- and I, you know, I, I, the combat power, I don't think is a perfect system. Um, I would not, I would not be totally upset if they did abandon level one to hundred, but they could also do it very simply like the, like the, uh, max training that you can do where you can do extra training above level 100 um either that or or just going now to hear me now, now hear me out what if and I, I don't think they'd make it but almost an ash ketchum simulator where you go to a new region and it's like hey you can only take so many pokemon you, you can only take so many and they can't be above this level so you have to basically get new Pokemon, train them up, and leave them with like that professor, or maybe mm-hmm. you could even send them back to Oak. You know, like in the anime, Ash has like two hundred Pokemon with Oak. I mean, I mean has, it's not that many. He has like well, I don't know. He has like forty Tauros. Yeah, he does. Which you know doesn't make sense to a lot of American viewers because that got banned because a guy pointed a gun. At, Ash's face, so it got banned here. Well, they included, but, they still included it when he went back to have his reunion with all of his his Tauros horde. Um, well, I, I mean, at that point, they had already completed making it. We were just getting the English dub, right? At that point, so they were just like, "Oh, you can't show that. Take it out." Um, what do you mean I can't have a, a guy pointing a gun at a kid? That's what people in Japan sound like. I don't know if you know that. It is funny to see how much like gun violence are in a lot of Japanese like animes, but they're like, Hey, yeah. guns or, are not cool. Or I'm like, violence. Yeah. But it's like, um, I think you guys just have a lot of pent up aggression. Totally aside, beside the point of talking about Pokemon. Uh, I don't know if that would work. I think that, that. Well, what? I even said, I, I was like, I don't think they could do it. I don't think that they could do that just because it does become very dull. Like, if you were going from completing a region and having, like, level 60 Pokemon, which would be... I think that would probably be, like, the lowest you could go for for beating a region. Um, back to level... Like, back to level 5, the... 
the first the difficulty curve is so low and the the strategic curve is is so lessened like you there's so much less you can do with catching level five Pokemon or battling level five gyms that I think you lose too much game interest, too much playability when, Ooh. when trying to go from one to the other, which is why probably the most you can do is two regions. Like I, I think that gold and silver remain very good games because the scale of going from the Johto region, beating that and being the elite four for the first time to the gyms in the Kanto region, and then going around that circuit and coming back for, Take two of the Elite Four works so well is because it's properly scaled. Now, does it make a lot of sense that you go to the first gym in in the Kanto region and it's like level sixty three Pokemon? No, that <laughs> doesn't make any sense because that means you you have Pokemon who are I'm just starting out on my journey, and you go level sixty three Onyx. <laughs> that's tough. That's tough. And maybe that's why it's I, hard to be a Pokemon trainer, but I don't think that that's quite the, what they were going for. My, I, I want to ask you a question because I watched a similar YouTube video as a theory, mm-hmm. and I'm like, that actually does make sense. So that, I mean, this generation's kind of blown it open. That like, well, even last, even Alola did. But there are multiple legendary Pokemon of the species. You know, but in like the anime in the old days, it was like we caught the one, you know, Lugia. Well, I think but it then does. It's like, oh, there's several. I think it does depend on on the the specific legendary because even in even in the anime, uh, in the orange Orange Island Adventures, there is a baby Lugia that they help out. Um, yeah. So, so that kind of blows that one. But I, I do think that there are there are some legendaries of which there are only one. Like, I think there's probably only one Calyrex and uh, whichever horse you choose. Uh, Reggie's, mm. I think there's, there's probably a bunch of Reggie's, a bunch of well, Zapdos, Moltres, and Articuno. I believe there's multiple of those just because they're similar to Lugia. Ho-Oh, not sure. Uh, Dialga, Palkia, Giratina, I would guess there's only one of them. Uh, Arce- Arceus, same way. Uh, and we could work through the list, but that would be really boring. Uh, but we know there's more than one Celebi. Yep. We know there's more than one Shaman, I believe. There's a lot of Shaman. A lot of Shaman, a lot of Jirachi out there. Uh, Heat Ran, don't know. Don't care. <laughs> uh, the, the other thing for me is, I think the true legendaries in each game are starters. Because think about it, you do not encounter oh. another starter apart from your rival. That is that is always a weird thing. I mean, it's it's a quirk of the games that you have to do that. But even but even in the anime, like Ash doesn't run into a wild uh, like Snivy ever. In the yeah, first generation, he he does run into some some pretty. He does run into Squirtle Squad and. Uh, well, I guess that Charmander was owned by somebody else, but Char- Charizard Island, uh, and maybe that's and a, all the Bulbasaurs that wanted all the Bulbasaurs and Ivysaurs. That was a bunch of those guys. But what I'm like, saying is, like in the games, I mean, you do not encounter another starter apart from you. That's true. And your rival. In the that's wild. it. That's true. Uh, and I, this is what the theory was saying: is that. Pokemon, those starters are actually starting to go extinct, mm-hmm. so that there there are multiple 
that the professors have, and they give them to some young trainers to try and go out and keep them going. Like a like a uh, it's like a, a zoo project. Like when you bring in two white rhinos, you're trying to give out your Pokemon so you can go get try to repopulate the species. Well, I mean, Pokemon repopulation is super weird because there are egg groups. And then yes, whatever yeah. the female is, it turns into that. Yeah, that's... Those are super weird, because... You try not you know to think about that. Whale... Well, because... No, no, no. The worst one is Whale Lord and Skitty. Are oh, in the same group. Really? Yeah. So if you put a Whale Lord and a Skitty into the daycare, there will be an egg. Well, it's already been covered that they don't actually lay eggs. You just find eggs the next day or whenever. They even talk about that in the Pokemon anime. They're like, nobody has ever seen a Pokemon lay an egg. Right. Which is, they got to come out with some sort of egg legendary at some point. Some stork Pokemon who comes and delivers these eggs. (laughs) Well, they were going to... So I had heard they were going to make Togepi like a mythical, but then it was like, nah, 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 nah. Now nah, we'll just make it evolve into a UFO. Yeah, dude. Listen, I do like Togekiss. I, Togekiss is a good is a good fighting Pokemon. I I, I actually oh, yeah. use one in my my level hundred team uh, for type coverage, and he's a fairy. Uh, so, as in, he's a fairy type Pokemon. So I knew he, what you were saying. He's a good, good counter egg. to Dragon types. I love dragon types. You know that. I love them. Love everybody them to death. loves dragon types. Not everybody. People no? who want to be like, eh, I, I want to be different. Yeah, those people are the worst. They're like, yeah, I know everybody likes Dragonite, but I'm more of a Milotic guy. It's like, good for you, man. Cool. Good for you. Yeah, I love getting a, I love being able to. That, that is. Some of those Pokemon they have added in as wild encounters that kind of defeats the purpose of them. Like, I, I was able to run into a wild Milotic in uh, the Crown Tundra when, like, before this game, it was almost impossible to get a Milotic because you had to get a Phoebus and uh, a Rainbow Scale. In some of those games, Phoebus was really hard to catch. Well, that's the. I agree with that. I, I thought that was. Like, yes, it's cool that there are big powerful spawns in the wild area but it's also like okay that should be way harder to get than me just coming to this spot at 6 p.m it's like should be way harder yeah like uh i was able to catch a a baggin and then a salamence but i had to evolve into my shellgon i couldn't find a wild shellgon but i was able to find a wild salamence that's what I'm saying. It's just like that's that's that those kind of pseudo legendaries, like Lucario, uh, Dragonite, Salamence. Those are so annoying that they're like, oh yeah, here you go. Here's one. You found him. Cool. It's like nice job, dude. Like when they first introduced Lucario, it's like that's a cool Pokemon, and it was like, you know, they even say I believe in the. Lucario movie, it's like that Lucario's like a legendary, but then right. it's like no no no, but he's it's not legendary. But at it's all. in the but it's in the way that Arcanine Arcanine's entry in the Pokedex is legendary Pokemon. <laughs> it's like that. Yes, yeah, and I always liked Arcanine. I think everybody did, but it's like, yeah, it's. I understand it's probably not your typical. I think they kind of took that idea 
and we're like, what if we just made legendary dogs? And that's where mm-hmm. kind of you got Inte. Inte, Suku, and Raiku. But I, I don't know. Some of those are just really annoying that, yes, I am happy to have them, but make it a challenge. Like, right. I mean, if yeah. it was that easy, wouldn't you battle more trainers with them? Like, what are the, I know it's a game. I know, I mean, stop doing that. But like, what are the realistic odds? You were the only person that is currently catching Pokemon in the wild area that you battle. Right. It's like, yeah, like, why, why doesn't everybody just come out and catch a bunch of Salamence? And why am I fighting a person who, who is even using a level 23 uh, like Metapod or something, a Butterfree? Why would you even be using that if you can go out to the wild area and just catch the best Pokemon that there are? Yeah, but, I mean, that's exactly it. It's like, I don't think they'd ever make it, quote-unquote, more realistic like that. Because they just probably couldn't. I mean, I guess I guess part of the game logic is that is that the, these people are just people. You know, they just happen to have these Pokemon um, rather than you who are a Pokemon trainer. Like, that's your job. My job is to be a Pokemon trainer. I should probably have the best Pokemon. Uh, but, you know, it, it still doesn't hold up to a, a lot of scrutiny. Um, but I think I think we probably rambled on enough at this point. Uh, love it. Let's, let's throw out a I rating. Let's throw out a rating for the Crown Tundra here. Uh, and do you want to do this as an individual rating, or do you just want to wrap it up in an overall Pokemon uh, Pokemon Sword? Well, like they're they're selling the the Sword and Shield with the expansions included now. Do you just want to wrap it up with a a rating for that as an item overall, or a specific one for Crown Tundra? Uh, we could do both, probably. Okay, both. Okay. Um. Individually, the Crown Tundra, probably a seven and a half out of ten. Mm-hmm. I think it's good. I think. And just, and I mean, just when for, I play a game, I do like a challenge. Just for point like, of reference, what was your Isle of Armor individual rating? Uh, I don't remember if I did say it on the pod or not, but I gave that like a four. Yeah. And that was, I just felt like that was just. Yes, I know the pandemic was happening, but it's like, it just felt like they went, yeah, man, here you go. Here's a legendary Pokemon that this guy just gives you, and you have to choose what typing you want it to be when it grows up. And that's the story. And, and there's also then, this weird poison poison trainer who's bugging you. Yeah, that guy's weird. Well, he's psychic girl, for me. Have, oh, I have, I have the poison girl. I guess you have a psychic guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then um, your overall rating for the game as an entity current status. I actually enjoyed the main story. Mm-hmm. I thought there was a lot of... I thought it was both challenging and easy to pick up and play. Um, and there was enough to do on the side, like catching Pokemon, hatching eggs. Um, my my overall rating would probably be an 8. I'd say an eight because I think the main story really helps mm-hmm. the, uh, the the rating because you know I, I mean we kind of even said that the Crown Tundra was going to be bigger because it almost felt like they're trying out what people wanted mm-hmm. with the Isle of Armor and it's not just to be given things for the most part you have to actually right. go do it yeah um, that being said I took some points off for. I, I think 
the lack of really any trainers outside of gym battles that are any good is very low. I mean, you how many times did you really get challenged by Beatty, who takes over for the old woman? Right. Like, how many times were you really challenged by, is her name Marnie? Yeah, Marnie. Um, yeah, that's who your takes rival over the gym. just stinks. Like, he's so bad. But, no, but that's, the story yeah. is good, and I enjoyed it. Plus, the other reason I took off is I, I feel like they really didn't do, what, Swordward and Shieldbert, like, mm-hmm. a, a good job, because they're, like, descended to the king. They steal the item of your choice in your game, and then you just go beat them and get it back. And it's like, oh, cool. Like, that's it. Yeah, So weird epilogue. Yeah, so it, for me, I'm like, had they improved those things, I think it would probably be a 9 or a 10, because I, this was the first, apart from Let's Go, this was, like, the first actual storyline Pokemon game I've played fully through since mm-hmm. Diamond and Pearl. Mm-hmm. Um, well, no, 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 Platinum. I played Platinum. Um, it's a good game. It is such a good game. Platinum but it's good. those those are the reasons it's it's not a nine or a ten. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, for the reason it being eight is it's just so it's, it felt it's like you yeah. could do more, mm-hmm. and that you were able to finally get a real taste of living, breathing Pokemon world in a way. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, even if you, I mean, they've been in shops before. Like Chansey's always been it. Pokemon centers, but I also thought, you know, there were like restaurants that had fire Pokemon to help. There were ice cream stands with, you know, those ice cream looking Pokemon. Yeah. Um, nice, so I, I did feel like that was cool. Uh, your point about trainers outside of the gym giving you trouble is a good point because uh, something that I think was was missing a good bit from this game. Uh, was Victory Road. Victory Road is a huge has been a huge part of games, going mm. back to the beginning. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't recall that there was really one for the Alola region, and that and that's probably where the that's probably where it stopped. I think playing through those games, I don't remember a Victory Road, but Victory Road was all like truly it was tough to get through Victory Road. You would have mm. to stock up on items to in order to get through. Those those like ace those ace trainers those hikers with really strong rock Pokemon, the wild Pokemon within the the place. I mean, they were no joke, and that is that is a good point that I had not considered. The the closest thing that they have to that in this game is that hike uh, just south of Winden through the ice. That's as close as they get to it, and I think there may have been one or two guys there that almost gave me trouble. Uh, but nothing to the extent of, of what, what I, what, what there was in victory road back in the day, um, for my evaluation of, uh, the crown tundra, I think this was by far a better expansion than Isle of Armor. There was much more to do. Um, the, it, it had a much more compelling story. Uh, the story of Calyrex, mm. I thought actually had like some pathos to it. Like there was some, yeah. there was actually an emotional component to it, 
um, which is something that I think was lacking from the game overall. I, I, I apparently differ on the the storyline. I thought that the story was very lackluster in the main game, um, uh, but at, it, it it cannot exist as a solo game though. There wasn't enough there for that. I mean, obviously it's DLC. Uh, as DLC, I probably go high high seventies. Uh, Seventy. I'm trying to think nine or six. I'll go 79 because I think that that says DLC adding to the whole corpus of sword and shield. Uh, I believe this does now bump it above. I, I I'm, I'm almost in line with you about 81, 82 overall game. Um, almost ignoring Isle of armor as an expansion. Um, cause it really didn't add that much. Uh, this is a very fun game. Is it the best main, uh, IP switch game? No, I think that both. Uh, I think that both, like Zelda: Breath of the Wild, and uh, the most recent Mar- Mario Odyssey. I think both of those Ooh. games are, are actually better than than Pokemon Sword and Shield. Which I don't want to say that, but I think that both of those games accomplished what they set out to do better than Sword and Shield did. Sword and Shield is still a very solid, like, not top tier. And we've talked about this: not top tier Pokemon game, but definitely high second tier. Pokemon game, um, and a real return to form from what I, I consider a, a big misstep in the Lolo region. Yeah. I mean, it, I think we're pretty in line with our ratings for very different reasons. Um, it, it is just tough to kind of kind of put it up there with some other ones because, I mean, Platinum's like a 9.5 9. Yeah. out of 10 for I mean, me. We're going up against, like, the, the top-tier Pokemon games are, like, Emerald, Gold or Silver, Platinum, and maybe Heart, Gold, Soul, Silver. Like, that's, mm. that's, that, those are, like, the top-tier games right there. And really, I don't count Heart, Gold, Soul, Silver, because maybe Heart, Gold, Soul, Silver. I'd put that in there, probably, just because it was basically 20 years down the line from the actual Gold and Silver game. Yeah. Um, but... It's, you know, it's not up there at that level. It's not up at that level. Like, Platinum is, like, a fantastic game. Emerald was so challenging and rewarding. And Gold and Silver is a classic. Uh, Since then, you know, right now they're competing with the most recent generations. I think that by far it's better than than, uh, uh, all, all the Alola games. I don't think that any of those are that great of a game. Uh, the probably better than black and white, and it's gonna it'd be tough for me to say whether or not it's better than X and Y as a, as a combination. I thought that those were actually pretty good games. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm fully in line with you. I I didn't play those games. Um, I don't know why. I don't know why this one really intrigued me. I I think I kind of went away from it because I was like. It's it. It was really hard to beat platinum after that, and I felt like this was the first one that had that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't obviously, but I think it. If they use this kind of idea, hopefully they can expand upon it into a next kind of generation of free walking Pokemon games. Yeah, free. Yes, um, the, I think at this point. They're, they're basically tipping their hand that the next mainline Pokemon game is going to be total free cam. 
I think that at this point they've proved that they can do it. Uh, and if they don't, there's, I mean, there's no reason, there is no good reason that they would not do that in the next game. They have, they now have towns that are in free cam and they have big areas that are in free cam. I think the only thing holding them back might be the switch itself. Cause it doesn't have that great of processing power. Um, and, and it's graphics aren't that fantastic. They could be waiting for the next generation of switch, which I'm assuming it will probably come out in the next couple of years. Not necessarily like a new switch, but one with better processing speeds and, and, and graphics. They may be waiting for something like that. That's, that would be sad for me, but it's understandable. Um, I agree with you. I think, you know, even in like their animes and stuff, they're really pushing kind of the partner Pokemon thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that would be something they probably try to include early on that your partner Pokemon can follow you out of a Pokeball, you know, kind of like they do already in the crown tundra and the Isle of Armor and the wild area. Yeah. But it's like, they've really been pushing that in a lot of their other games too. Like, you know, Pokemon go is the same way where now they want you to become best buddies with your Pokemon. Um, so I think, if they did just kind of take that technology from, you know, the DLCs in the wild area and just go, here it is the whole way through, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people would be like, that's pretty sick. That's pretty sick. That and bring back HMs. Not necessarily that you can't forget them, but as a function in the game, bring them back. Yeah. I think that that's a big aspect that they are still missing. I mean, everybody had that one... HM Mule. Yeah. You were just like, well, here's this stupid water type I don't like, but he knows surf, waterfall, dive, all that. Surf, waterfall, dive, and whirlpool in some games. Or in dive yeah. in some games. Like, it depends. But, you know, if not that, then at least rock smash. Right. So. Or cut. Or cut. You always had that one that you're just like, you, you are now the cut guy. That's all you are. Uh, I mean, that's all I have to say about it. Yeah, no, I, I think it, it was... it's good. Um, it definitely made up for Isle of Armor. Uh, and we'll see where they go from there. Because, uh, you know, th- there's nothing on the slate right now. Uh, if there is a, if there is a... The next time that there's a Pokemon Direct or whatever they call those YouTube uh, announcements, we will break it down the next episode. Oh, uh, yeah. But I think the next one will definitely be Let's Go Pichu, Let's Go Togepi. I think that'll definitely be the next thing announced. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I think they're just going to make a follow-up first. So let's go. All right. Well, uh, that basically does it for today. Uh, we'll see it. We'll be back next week. I don't know what we're going to talk about, uh, but we'll we'll figure it out. That's not your job. That's our job. It's not even our it's job. Our it's job. what we do. It's not even a job. It's a hobby. It's just what we do. So, uh, dang it. How do we say goodbye again? I say, hey, and you have a good one. I'll say goodbye. Nailed it. (laughs) 